What's up? It's Chrissy. You can call me your dungeon queen, but not in the sex way, in the D&D way. It's the D&D podcast. Whoa. It's just me and my friends having a good time playing D&D for the very first time. These first two episodes are prequel episodes. They have different characters in them. It all takes place before our main campaign, and it's just about us uh, learning how to play D&D. For that reason, this first episode is a little bit flawed. One of the players, James, was visiting home at the time and had to use a really shitty microphone, so if he's hard to understand i'm sorry about that but it won't be present in the second episode and all subsequent episodes for a bit of an intro about what's going down in this first episode we've got three characters they're going to show up in a town there's going to be a mystery to solve it's kind of your typical DD thing however i do believe that greatness comes from the execution so hopefully this is a lot of fun so on that note get ready to feed that nerd in your brain you're about to meet the travelers of the unknown The Minds of Pebblesmith, Part 1. Okay, so uh, we're going to do D&D. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm ex- everyone's I'm excited not. to do it. <laughs> Are you not? Everyone except no. so, so there's just been an intro that explains that this is a demo game. I'm gonna read out a bit of a, a bit of scene setting. Get ready for some. Get ready. We'll enter nerd mode, everyone. What I'm about to tell you is legend. No one knows if it happened exactly this way, if it's entirely fabricated or maybe partially true. Deep in the undergrowth of the woods. Three travellers make their way, all having come far and met by chance, seeking some shelter in this harsh world they inhabit. One in which the oceans are so vast that travel between lands is almost unheard of. History can fade into legend in a matter of decades and magic, dragons, adventure and unearthly beasts are plentiful. There are mad gods and flaming cults to worship them. There are men gone mad with power to rival said gods, and wars so bloody that only the intense beauty of the peace that follows keeps any sanity alive. Though it's not all bleak, for in small villages, cut off from the incessant violence of the main populace, a weary traveller of the unknown may find their rest. This is what our heroes seek when they finally clear the dark woods and find the town of Pebblesmith. Andrew, you're all in Pebblesmith. Here you are. Fucking hell, that's a good intro. That was, that was strong. Thank you. So you've all just been traveling through the woods for a long time. You've all just entered into the town of Pebblesmith. It is a, a kind of a small town, a very small town. Um, there are a few shops. To the north is a farm. To the east are the housing departments, to the south are the mining departments, and to the west are the woods where you came from. In the middle of the town, which is very decorated and kind of the centre of attention, there's an inn, a market, an armoury, and a store within sight. And now, if all of you could introduce your name and who you are and what you are, uh, starting with Callum. So my character's name is Aaron Scott. He is a forest gnome ranger. He is a protector of the woods. He much prefers nature to the company of people or other places. Um, so yeah. Okay, uh, James? My name's uh, Kazakh Bangjo. He's a... Uh, oh, fuck this. I've got a surprise. 
Oh my god, sorry, you just said you just said you said Kazakh's bang draw, so I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Kazakh's bang draw. So I'm Kazakh's bang draw. I'm a halfling from the village of Morningwood. He's uh likes to become one with nature. Uh, he is efficient in martial arts and um yeah, he will never harm nature. Oh, lovely. And that is Morningwood spelt morning, not not Morning as in as in as Break in of dawn. the death the death of a loved one. Yeah. It's it's the other way. It's the other yeah. way. It's not the because if it were morning wood, that would make it sound like it was some kind of lowbrow boner joke, Matt. I uh, see I was I I was actually not trying to laugh at that. I think that's kind of a beautiful thing. No, no, it's no, Matt. It's, it's a noble village. It's a noble village, Matt. I feel like we're getting sidetracked here. You're being silly. Anyway, Matt, describe your character. Uh, sure. My character is called Susam Undergooch. She is a fierce dwarven battle maiden uh, who has cut her teeth on a life of adventuring. Um, she fights with two uh, large axes called slam and dunk with another two mounted on her feet for throwing at people um, she's impulsive she's brash but she's brave and charismatic as well oh and she's 63 I love her okay so oh yeah we, we haven't said ages uh, relative ages they're all fairly well, I mean, youngish Alan Scott is on he's 69 years old but that but <laughs> Alex is 50. I forgot that you put the age of 69. <laughs> okay. We don't want to lower ourselves to lowbrow jokes. <laughs> hey, that's just an age, man. It's mean? just an age. What the fuck? It's an age. That's just how man. old he is. No one, you think no one in the world you, is 69 It's not interpretive at all. Sorry, I love that the names of these people are Susam Undergooch, Kazix Bangjaw, and Aaron Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Aaron Scott the guy who used to sell that fucking like deodorant or That's Barry, Barry Scott. Scott. Maybe I'm Barry, Barry Scott. That was the Aaron Scott. Wow. Barry Scott's his uncle from another world. <laughs> uh you're in the Pebblesmith Square. It's uh not super busy. It's it's you can't tell. It's like it it might be busy for, for Pebblesmith, but it's not very busy. There there are like a couple people walking around, some Mothers with children. It's a, it's a populated village. Um, it is very late as well. I forgot to mention. It's very late in the evening. You're all very weary from a long, long travel. I think as a as a suggestion, we should find ourselves a, a definite bed for the night at the local inn, and then maybe explore the town before before nightfall and meet some of the residents. Perhaps go to the inn and arrange lodging for the three of us while the others go out and maybe. That's a good idea. That's. Yeah. Efficient. You have immediately split up, which makes my job very difficult, but f- go for it. Uh, f- fine. <laughs> or, or we stick together as a group and go to the inn together. I mean, that would save the tab, wouldn't it? Just pay it would stop me from having to, to describe a thing for Callum and then a thing for everyone else. <laughs> okay, that's all, let's all go to the inn then. Yeah, let's all go to the inn. Let's go. You open on the inn. You walk in. It's a, it's a small, wooden, kind of homely-looking thing. Uh, there is a young girl at the desk who is kind of a... She looks very tired. She looks very... She looks a lot like she doesn't want anything to do with anyone or any, anything to do with anything. She has in her in her hands a popular teen magazine, Teen Rogue. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> she, she's oh reading from God. it. She's flicking through the pages, not really looking at you. There's a bell next to her and the word receptionist on a little desk. Uh, there's an upstairs, some stairs in the background, which you can tell lead to the bedding areas. Uh, the inn's 
basically empty. Well, uh, would anyone like to, to take the approach? He's got the most charisma around. Well, I'm, uh, I'm quite an outgoing individual. Uh, Aaron, Aaron is not a very, um, he's not really a people person, so I'd he, say... She probably can't actually see him uh, from the desk. I was going to say. He's very small. Well, yeah, we're all we're all below the counter at this point. Kazix <laughs> and Susam um, are definitely visible. It's only the tiny gnome boy who is kind of hidden. Um, <laughs> can I put him on my shoulders? You can. You you lift. I mean, do you want to be lifted, Aaron Scott, or are you going to resist? Yeah, because I mean, I'll take you if you resist. Um, <laughs> you're going on these shoulders. Do you want to resist, or are you happy? You're happy to have this happen. It's not consensual, but if it's not consensual, I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Me or Aaron Scott? <laughs> uh, no, you're going to have to roll a general strength check. So I need to do. Strength. That's in skills and right down at the bottom. I can't see the oh, strength. Fuck. Matt, go on skills, it's right at the bottom. Uh yeah, so I need to roll is it what what dice am I rolling here? You just you just press the button, it does it for you. What what button? The button on on other there's a dice button next to unskilled strength check. Oh yes, okay. Susam doesn't quite have the strength in her. Uh she kinda picks for Aaron Scott, she grabs him, but Aaron Scott wriggles out very quickly and it's incredibly awkward for everyone in the room basically what just happened in front of you was you walked into an inn looked around susam grabbed at this small gnome boy tried to tried to lift him and he wriggled out and, and everyone's just very awkward now my poor strong arms cannot carry this gnome is that susam's voice get back here tiny man i don't know what to do i don't, I don't know just relax i don't know how to play this do i play this seriously it did happen do? how do i go two ways i could go kazix how do you respond to this strange situation you just saw this is a pretty niche kink you've developed here, Kazakh. Strong. That's the only reason James, roll for boner. I want to roll for boner. He got a 20. He got a 20 for boner. Oh, yeah. It's a very big boner. Very impressive. Very befitting of Morningwood. Susam, do you want to approach? I will. Hello, little lady. I would like to book... Uh, a bait for myself and my companions for tonight. She flicks to the next page of Fantasy Rogue and she goes, Okay. Susam looks quizzically back at her companion before staring back, one hand scratching at the counter. Would you please provide us with a lodger so that I and my companions might spend the night? I'm so glad this isn't a permanent character. This is hell. I'll, I'll, I'll change that. Could you please provide a lodger so that me and my companions may sleep tonight? She looks up a little. So, what makes you think I even work here? Well, you appear to be leaning at the front counter with the words reception engraved upon it, I would assume. Yeah, but what if I'm just sitting here? Then I'm sure you're violating some sort of security law. Well, I the... wouldn't be because it's my mum's place, okay? Do I look like I work here? Susam curls her hands into a fist and <laughs> slams on the desk. Listen, girl! She, she kind of cringes like she's not very impressed. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm having to lead up onto the counter to do it. <laughs> yeah, you barely made so it. If you were on my shoulders, she'd be much more intimidated. Where can I go for a bed? Here. But, like, I'm asking, do I look like I work here? Because I. You I, look my mom like a it. pain in the dick, lady. That's just rude. I don't want to serve you. Um, Hey, little bald guy, can I serve you? <clears throat> little bald guy, can I serve you, please? Come forward. I was just asking, do I look like I work here? Because like, I don't want to look like I work here because my mom works here and I don't want to look like my mom. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of looking after it in a, 
in the, in the, in the time where she's gone, you know? I, uh, Susan sl- slumps against the wall. It's just doing, a, just doing a thing. You didn't play along. You're so angry. You have a lot of pent-up rage, I can tell. <clears throat> you should really look into, like, herbal teas or something. Um, she uh, goes down under the counter and brings out an extremely dusty, very heavy, thick book that she bangs onto the desk and uh, dust goes everywhere. It's extremely old. It has the word hammerthorn. Uh, it looks like it had a full name, but the first uh, name has been scribbled out. There's a scribbled out word and then hammerthorn family in, uh, but family has kind of been added more recently and even more recently than that in a different pen, quotation marks around the word family have been added. So, I think the books could be sarky. She flicks open the book and starts uh, going through the pages. Um, the, most of them are full, like dating back to years and years. And uh, so are you all going to be in like the same room? Any of you staying in the same room? Or are you going to want separate rooms? Okay, pause real quick. I'm deadly serious. How how the fuck do I play the voice? Just just make something up. If it doesn't, if you you don't have to do a character voice if you don't want to. I know, but the thing is, my instant reaction is for some reason to go Scottish. Do it, do it, fucking do it then. Jesus, Christ. what, my dear? Are the prices of these rooms individually? It's gonna be one gold piece per room. I'll fork out for a separate room from these creatures. You got a problem with plants, mate? <laughs> You can sleep in the garden. James, why are you so? Why have you got such stage fright, honey? I don't know. I'm sorry. I want to go home. It's because he's so little. That's why you can't hear him. Oh, he's so little. Hey, don't say that about James. I mean, we all know he's got a small one, but you don't have to fucking. You don't have to bring it up on a podcast. Well, he can't bring it up on a podcast. So why? (laughs) Someone's got to cry. This is why I said I can't predict how long this is going to take because we're spending way longer than I thought we would in the end. Right I now. asked for a room and you said no. <laughs> you, because you were fucking rude. You were being rude to the character. I was, I was polite at he first. He wasn't. He came up being polite. No, yeah, but then he slammed his fist on the table like, I'm a, I'm a mean dwarf. Yeah, because you kept on refusing him a room. Yeah, but it's not me. Don't blame me. It's the fucking person behind the counter. You're the Jesus. face of the problem. You're in really. charge of the person behind the counter. The... I, I wrote the character. I'm not... Susan I... kicks the door in. <laughs> I'm kidding. She doesn't. She doesn't. No. Okay, 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 right. Um, the woman uh, marks down a thing in the book. Um, bald guy and uh, dwarf lady, are you going to be in the same room? I, I don't mind sharing a room. Okay, then. Great. So that's going to be um, uh, for uh, you guys. It's going to be uh, one gold piece for the uh, gnome and uh, one electron piece each for the two of you. She, she takes the money. She puts it away. She marks down you guys for the room. Okay, they're just upstairs. Um, and she stands there and she's doing it all, kind of scribbling away. And as she... She kind of leans on her hand and uh, she just kind of starts talking to the air. Like, she doesn't really care that you're here, you're, you're there. She doesn't really care what you think of this. She's just talking. My mum, you know, owns this inn and she's just got to have me. I mean, it's not my fault that she married the kind of guy who's just going to up and leave because it, like, she gets this big inn thing. It's like, oh, we're going to run an inn together. And then he fucking goes away. And now I got to spend all my time running the damn thing. And I don't even care. I haven't even met the guy. It's probably a dick. Can I, can I know? roll a, a charisma thing and maybe try and earn the, the favor of this girl? Uh, not in a sexual way, in a, and I want, I, want to, I want to get to the bottom of her problem. Maybe I can uh, pick a flower outside to give to her. I think we're trying to get, to the, we're trying to like, earn favour with her, trying to, uh, you know. Well, you've already, she's already booked your rooms, and she's like, okay, they're just upstairs. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you but know, I want she's, 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 she's you know opened I mean. up to us, yeah. You need, well, that's you not need what this I was going last for, gentleman hand it over to me. <laughs> <laughs> so go for it, go for it, guys. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to try and 
sympathize with her and uh, and don't try and be her friend. Be her girlfriend. Okay, okay. A gal pal. So go up and say what you want to say and then I'll roll the check to see how well she responds okay. to it. I can't help but notice, one one girl to another, that you seem just so overworked and so underappreciated around here. Uh-huh. What, what it, why is it about this place that makes you so upset? Uh-huh. And more and more, more importantly, where can I get a drink? <laughs> she actually, actually, she softens up a bit. You did very well there. You kind of did the whole girl to girl thing. Kind of got mm-hmm. to her. So, you know, I knew this would work. You're both young. You're both. I mean, I'm sixty. Well, I'm sixty three years old. <laughs> well, you're young in dwarf years. You're young in dwarf years. That's uh, true. That's true. I mean, she goes. Well, I, I get you're trying to be all friendly and everything, and you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, we 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 sell we. we we sell some alcohol here, I guess. Um, I can give you like a, uh, you can get like a beer, like a thing of ale for like silver piece, a couple silver pieces. Reckon you could you slip us a, a free one? No, because <laughs> you haven't even asked my name yet. Like, <laughs> I mean, because you're trying to be friendly and you haven't even asked my fucking name yet. Oh, That's I'll, a very good plan. I'll be honest. Spe- speaking as someone who, for however briefly, has has worked behind the bar, the minute you ask for a free drink, you're not going to get one. Yeah, you suddenly <laughs> you now have minus. All all charisma checks are going to be on disadvantage from now on for Matt. Just on just on this character whose name you still don't know because you haven't asked. What is your name, my dear? Marion. Um, it's a beautiful name. Yeah. The last name's kind of <laughs> shitty, though. It kind of yeah. sounds... I mean, I know. The last name's kind of shitty, though, because it sounds like somebody just made it up on the fly, like they didn't have one planned or written down Matter. or anything. Um, <laughs> what was it again? I've forgotten. Hammerthorn. Hammerthorn. i gotta, I got to note that down so I don't forget shit. I'll be honest, that is, that is bordering on, like, no, World of Warcraft. No, World of Warcraft, because the World of Warcraft is bad at naming. Yeah, well, well, Hammerthorn, you know, people don't think Hammerthorn. about... Hammerthorn. It yeah. could be real. Hammer it could be real. Who cares? Maybe it's maybe it's a it fuck you. It's it it's under Gooch is real. It's a beautiful name. What are you on about? Um, okay, so can we? Can I purchase a drink for my companions? Yeah, please? it's going to be two silver pieces. You said it was one silver piece previously. It's going to be two silver pieces for you. It's two. Well, just pay it. Just pay it. Enough. You know what? I give her three, and I say keep the change. Okay, she takes it. Aaron is currently scouring the tables looking for any half-empty um, tankards of ale that he can kind of steal and then take a seat. Oh, okay, let's uh, let's do that. Let's go. Uh, let's go investigation. Yeah, actually, I'm proficient in it. So, oh, a critical failure. Oh, oh no! The search goes so badly that you feel as though you're now going to need even more alcohol to to better your mood um <laughs> that was a double critical failure holy shit and we're not we're just not off to a good start here how on earth how on earth did i manage can i make a suggestion guys that we take our drinks and we we explore the city the town yeah i'll buy a drink for everyone cheers love. excuse me i don't drink alcohol i'll give it to aaron scott because you said he, he does he needs two drinks he's sad oh, that's true because of that critical pint scrounge failure so you all have pints what now can we get out of the inn i'm very sorry you weren't supposed to spend this fucking long in the yeah inn. i think we should take our drinks and let's go explore this, the town move, move your things move your things you have free movement we're not in turn-based combat you can move wherever you want around the town where do we want to go that's, i think we should meet at the fountain 
I was going to say we meet at the fountain. Kazakh seems to have jumped into the fountain. <laughs> oh, he likes it. He likes, he likes some water and that shit. He, he's the first Are you thing sure? he likes. Out of interest, how deep is the fountain? Because, I mean, he's quite little. It's, it's very shallow. It's very shallow. He's fine. He's having a great time. He's looking at the algae on the bottom of it. He's like, oh, he's... what I'm going to need you to do, actually, since you're up there in the fountain, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to want you to do a roll, actually. I am noticing there's a skull on top of the fountain, which doesn't seem. There is a there is a skull engraved on on the fountain. Oh shit! Roll perception. Okay, I see. Okay, uh, nothing happens for now, but I'm gonna keep note of that. That's for something later. So. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep. I'll keep note of that for something later. Um. Okay, carry on. Um. Oh, he tastes weird. Looking at looking at the fun time that um, Kazik's having, um, Aaron decides to have a little hop into the fountain as well. <laughs> okay, roll. <laughs> Callum, you can also roll perception now. Can. Yeah. Yo, no, bad. How the fuck am just I? Just bad, just bad. Um, I'm, I'm proficient in both of those. Although you are so very short, but you're not drowning or anything. You're not going to drown, but you are having a significantly less great time than Kazix. <laughs> you, you pee a bit in <laughs> the water, <laughs> and everyone notices. Um, can I roll for peeing? Everyone notices. Everybody. Can I roll for? Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hiding. Have you finished your two points yet? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, roll for drinking. I have actually added a custom drinking skill. Have you? Yeah. Oh no, it's not on Aaron Scott. Hold on, I got the I got the drinking skill to Aaron Scott. Wait, are you serious? You actually added a custom drinking <laughs> yeah, skill. Drinking. All right, okay. I'll yeah. drink alcohol then. Uh, I will drink alcohol. It's based on constitution. So you all drink it. I drink it in one go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So shall I roll twice? Darn it! I mix mine with a bit of pond water. <laughs> <laughs> I finished mine and put the bottle in my hair like a flower. <laughs> Aaron Scott rolled drinking twice. He got a six and a twelve. So your first pint, you didn't handle that well. The second one, you handle okay. So overall, you're, you're quite a bit tipsy. You're quite a bit tipsy. So you definitely piss in the fountain without any thought of the consequences. Definitely. Like it goes bright yellow. Yeah, 100%. And it opens a secret trapdoor. Uh, Matt, you also don't handle it very well. Wow, I'm meant to be really good at drinking. So you're also quite drunk, Matt. Uh, you kind of feel kind of feeling like you want to do something boisterous right I now. I want to find out what's going on in the town. Okay. Uh, you said there were some people walking past. Oh, uh, there are people walking past if you want to... Can I, I drunkenly stagger up to one of them <laughs> and say, Tell me about the rumours. My exact words are, What's going down in this hip town? The woman very quickly glances to you and goes, We didn't order any, and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> the people in this town aren't very friendly and it is very late at night and you are a scare they it's a human village by the way I didn't mention uh you are quite spooky there's a very short bald man a weird gnome and a kind of totally decked out with axes and weapons and shit sexy dwarf lady who's very strong okay can I ask I want to ask uh, can we go to the store and ask I feel like a storekeeper uh, the know store is closed it's very late Dick. Everywhere's closed. Oh, Aaron was going to wander over to the market and see if there's anyone left packing up or anything. Oh, it's closed, it's late, it's like midnight. What was to the north? Uh, north is a farm. Should we go cow tipping? You can potentially go cow tipping if you want to go to the Aaron, farm. Aaron pipes up and goes, Yeah, lads. I heard there's some farms to the north of you. Let's go love, tip some cows. Susam nods her head so enthusiastically. What is, what is this? Cow tipping. Don't worry about that. We'll we'll show you. We'll show you how to do it. Nature boy's not going to be happy about that. This was such a good idea. 
So instead of going on an adventure, we just got pissed and then we're going, There is actually an adventure here that you haven't found yet. I think it's going to be something to do with like a cult or some shit. And we're just fucking about in a fountain. <laughs> like the town's under the control of an evil warlord. But we're just, we're just splashing about in the fountain. Do you fountain. know what we've done so far? I want to point out what we've done is you, I tried to pick you up and fail. We pissed off the local inner. We pissed in the fountain. And now we're going to go tip cows. <laughs> okay, you're at the farm. There are no cows here. There's only sheep. Okay, sheep will do. You're gonna try sheep tipping. I don't want to just tip it. I want to punch it over with Susan's raw, brutal strength. <laughs> you fucking maniacs! You, you're the worst <laughs> heroes ever. <laughs> okay, well, that's, no the name, that's the name of the play. So you go up. Okay, so Matt, I'm assuming you want to go vault the fence. Aaron just draws his short sword quite quickly and um, begins to creep up behind one of the many sheep that are in the field. You're going to have to get past the fence first unfortunately. Well, I mean we're oh, quite little. Oh Jesus. Oh no. Funnily enough, I didn't predict this would happen so I am now <laughs> going to have to come up with some kind of saving throw for the sheep. Strong dwarf lass, I chuck me over there. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll toss you over this fence, alright. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so you lift him because he's willing now. You lift oh, him. I'm fucking rolling the athletics so this should be easy. 14. 14, you definitely do it. So you throw him up into the air, he does a, a cute twirl, and then he lands. <laughs> and he lands directly on a sheep. <laughs> no, you don't land on the sheep, you land next to it. So that's Now, that. moving up quietly to the um, sleeping sheep, trying not to wake okay, it up. Okay, you're going to have to roll stealth. Hopefully, for once, this doesn't fuck up. Oh, you're amazingly stealthy. Oh, you're Lord. so stealthy that Kazix suddenly goes, where the fuck has he gone? <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, dwarf and woman who with the massive axe, where has the uh, small gnome boy gone? I've not a clue, my friend. Aaron, Aaron pops up from behind the first sheep. <laughs> short, sword, short sword in hand, drawing it back. And with the flat of the blade, gives an enormous slap on the behind. <laughs> <laughs> Just a general strength check, and I'm going to do the saving throw of the sheep. Now, this is quite a large, fat sheep, so it's not going to be easy to tip it. Uh, you got a six, and the sheep gets an eight. It's, the sheep's a little bit off balance now, and you've actually made it a, a bit easier to tip uh, for the next person who's going to attempt to tip it. You could just try again. Yeah, I reckon you need to get that mother working so hard that he runs through the fence and then I fucking jingle all the way him into the floor. <laughs> so you got to just startle. you got to start... Okay, so you have successfully woken the sheep, I'm going to okay. say. So now, um, trying to direct the sheep towards the fence, he goes again with the flat of his blade to hit hit, hit the side of the sheep. Also do animal handling here. I wonder what sort yeah. of crops they have over here. <laughs> Kazix just wanders off over towards the crops. Oh, you're extremely good with the animal. The sheep kind of listens to you. As you touch it, the sheep is like, even though it's a bit crazy, it's like, I'm okay with this, I'm okay with this. Oh, but you, you're not very strong. I'm perfectly strong. I just... The sheep is just way... Oh, fuck. Oh, fucking hell. The sheep actually is going to knock you... The sheep knocks you backwards and you're going to do... Into the other uh, sheep. You're actually going to do... Uh, can you roll 1d2 of damage? What fuck off? This is the thing. This is your drunken... This is what your drunken things are doing. You've scared this sheep, and now you've done two damage. I'm sorry. So this is pretty embarrassing so far. Kazix is just rollicking in the in the wheat. <laughs> I do like the fertilizer. The, the, the soil okay. is very nutritious. I pick myself back up, and I go for one final strike. Okay, roll strength one last time. And this time, I'm going to give you inspiration because you're not giving up so yeah. go for it you get the highest roll i want a critical i want this to turn out <gasps> you roll a 17 oh yes oh you hit that sheep good 
Hold on, the sheep is now gonna roll. The sheep is perfectly matched with you. However, because you've been wearing it down, you do manage to get the sheep moving in the direction of the fence. The sheep charges at the fence and yeah, fuck it, it breaks through it. The sheep has broken through the fence and is just, just passing. It's just passing Matt now, uh, uh Su-Su-Su-Su-Sam Su- 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 now. Matt? <laughs> Matt, are you there? It's fucked off. Matt! Matt! Did Matt just leave? Matt! Oh, right, fuck me then. Matt! Okay, I'm saying the sheep has escaped. Yeah, why did you fuck oh, off? Jesus, why did Jesus. you, why did you, you leave? To to the toilet. I told you. I, you. I didn't hear. You missed it, it was amazing. Aaron took two damage, but then he was so energised that he hit the sheep really hard and it went through the fence. Oh my and god. It's, it's right next to you currently charging. Tried to home run this then. Susam braces herself to slam dunk that motherfucker into the earth. Strength check. Strength check, okay. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh no! Oh dear. I'm gonna get knocked over. <laughs> this is not going well. You rolled a fucking one! I literally could not have gone one. So, Matt, you're also gonna do 1d2 of damage. God, shitting damage. You're the worst adventurers we ever! We are, we're so bad. What the I'm fuck are you doing, doing wasting your time? You've done now. one damage. I do not wish to intervene, but what is that glow coming from that house over there? Oh. It appears that the lights are on oh, fuck. Like in it. the farmer's house. Oh, You've woken the farmer. Uh, you can hear angry footsteps approaching. Just run. Go. Why are we running? What is going on? Just just run, lad. Just run. I grab Kazakh's hand. I run. Okay. And just as you're legging it, the farmer kind of goes out and you, you hear him yell, <laughs> What the hell are you doing? What is my sheep doing outside of the pen? Do you know? Uh, this is a poor town. We don't have a lot of food. I say, well, screw you, daddy-o, and I roll us get home. <laughs> You're all so mean. It's amazing. Susan <laughs> oh lives for adventure. God. That's one of her main bonds. Oh fucking hell! All right, well, that was a that was a series of events, wasn't oh, it? Oh, the night has just begun. <laughs> <laughs>I think we should go to sleep, and then we'll continue our reign of pants. And then I head to the inn and wander up to my, my private Su-Sam bed. Susam and Kazuk, yeah, snuggle up into bed, and then Susam rolls over and takes the blanket by accident. Just heavy sleeper. Uh, can we roll for awkward? Hold on. Awkward. Do I get lucky? Do you want to attempt to? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, Kazuk's going to put the moves on you. It's fine. <laughs> what? What do you say to her? What do you say to her, Kazakh? Do, do you want me to deflower you? She's <laughs> <laughs> 63, mate. That day has come and gone. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna roll persuasion. What? No way. I feel like as the character, I have the right to say no here. They do not call me bang job. <laughs> okay, Matt, how how likely are you to have sex with? Kazakh? Very not likely. <laughs> okay, it's not good enough. It's not a good enough roll. <laughs> I push him out of the bed. You take one d10 of ego damage. One d10. The Beedo dies. <laughs> the character turns away. He just fucking dies on the spot. <laughs> you all fall asleep, and in your sleep, you're all going to regain all your health back. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we've been playing for an hour, and that's all you've done. I, what a good so, hour. see, the inn was meant to take 10 minutes, and you made it take an hour. <laughs> you all wake up the next morning. Guess you all get out of bed. Unless you want to do anything before you get out of nope, bed. Nope, I get out of bed. Susan <laughs> <laughs> very sure? quickly gets out of bed and marches down the stairs. Marion doesn't care still. She's actually now reading. She's finished Teen Rogue. She's reading Young Adult Rogue. Aaron, Aaron um, kind of stumbles stumbles downstairs and wanders up to the counter, kind of peering over as he can just reach up. And he says, I last got any bacon. She looks up and she says no. Ask, ask. Maybe we should go to the market and get some food. Oh, that was going to be my next step, actually. Okay, so... 
you all uh you're gonna head to the market i guess Kazix, what have you been doing this whole time? I've been checking the garden. We'll start playing with some grass in the garden. Maybe. Just as a reward for being the only one to not take damage fighting a fighting a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You guys are so fucked when actual monsters. I know. We got hit by a sheep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Kazix, you pick up a beautiful lilac. It's gorgeous. You now you now have a lilac. Oh, so um, you're all at the market. You go to the market and you are greeted by a happy, smiling fellow. He's a portly fellow. It's it's a bit stereotypical of what you'd expect of someone who owns a market, but he's he's kind of overweight. But he seems he seems to be rocking it, you know. Jolly. He he opens his arms and he says, "Greetings to my store. My name is Kjarl, and uh, it's like <laughs> fantasy Carl." Very self-aware in this universe. It is not often we get travelers from afar to. To come to our to our place and, and order. We we have apples, bananas, grapes, beef, lamb, bread, jam. Oh, you name it, we've got it. Uh, well, not really. That's pretty much all we've got, except for some. We've also got some milk. Aaron walks up to the uh, market tender and goes, "Any bacon you got?" Yeah, we have some some slices of bacon if you'd like. That's going to be one electron piece. C- could I get one of those too, please, sir? Yes, you can for one emerald piece. Uh, one one electron EP. One EP. He hands you some sizzling bacon wrapped in paper. Do I get some bacon or do I have to? Ah, uh, you can have some bacon. That's one one EP. Here you go. Okay, sweet. So you've all got bacon. Quest complete. You've won. Can we say a big old cheers? Touch bacons and eat Yes, them. you can. You can. Cheers, companions. Cheers, Cheers to Pebblestone. Cheers. It's Pebble. It's Pebble Smith. The market guy looks pissed off. Pebble Smith. <laughs> you've you've just walked into my town and got the name wrong. I mean, I was too taken aback by its beauty. Oh, you've won me over. I'm a softy. <laughs> I think we should. Oh wait, while the market keeper's here, market keep. What's been going on in town? We are new and, and wish to know what is happening. Well, you might notice we're a bit low on stocks at the moment. There's actually been quite a bit of trouble with the farmer's sheep being eaten. Oh. oh Just no. last night, some people tried to push one of them over. I don't know if it was related. Oh, it sounds terrible. terrible. I'm sure they, they failed dramatically. People that do this stuff just disgust me. Disgusting. People, uh, people are getting all superstitious about what it might be, you know? people How people are when they exaggerate things. It's probably it's a, a ghost. No, no, no. It's probably just some wolves or something. Yeah. They used to actually have a wolf, a kind of a sheep dog um, that they'd caught from the woods who was protecting, you know, the crops and everything, but it died a little while ago. And the farmers just, you know, no one's, no one's really... There's, there's no real adventurers in town anymore. We're quite a, we're quite to ourselves. We're, no one. Wait a second, did you say adventurers? I did say adventurers. Well, good sir, you are in the presence of three strapping young adventurers themselves. What is the farmer's name so that I might find him and address him? Fuck. <laughs> good name. The farmer's name is uh, Randy Quiff, and um. <laughs> He's just up there and he points towards the farm. If you want to go visit him, I'm sure he'll tell you all about the the issues he's been having. Guys, I smell an adventure. Should we go and find out what happened to the sheep that definitely wasn't us? Yes. Let's roll back on the farm. Uh, I'm just going to assume you all walk up to the farmhouse. Who wants to take the lead here? I'll do it if you want. Yeah, I think you should because, I mean, he might recognise us. Yeah, I don't feel guilty about doing anything to his No, it was dark, so I don't think he would have. But, I mean, just to be safe, I whistle to myself. One of the fences... It's not quite as it was before. It's oh shit! I've just moved the grass. Um, All right, I walk out. I'm gonna walk out the door and give it a good old. There's silence for a second, and then I'm coming, I'm coming, and the door opens, and uh, a man with a with a slender face. He he's he's younger than you'd expected. Um, he's he's an older man, 
but he looks young. His general vibe. He's got grey hair. Um, he's got a grey. He's got a grey uh, beard, and um, he actually has a quiff. He actually has hair. The the strange thing about him is, you, typically, you'd think farmers wouldn't have grey hair. He has amazing hair. He has fantastic hair. I've got to make this point. You are in awe of the hair on this man, on Randy Quiff. His hair is beyond stellar. Oh, same. Right. Okay. Um. Hello there, good sir. I'm sorry to bother you, but couldn't help but noticing your crops are amazing. Oh, it warms my heart to hear someone, someone, someone talk so. You know, many people don't have an appreciation for for the um agriculture, agricultural arts. That's the word. Thank you, Kazit. I don't know your name. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, my fine friend? I am Kazix. This is Aaron Scott, a known friend. And finally, we have Susan, the strongest of us all. We are just on an adventure, and I couldn't help but notice first your crops, but secondly, your sheep are not looking as well as one would think. Yeah, about that. The, farmer ro- the farmer's going to roll a 1d20 right now. Luckily, he gets a 1, and it seems for a second he was going to recognize... Uh, he he almost remembered. It seems as though he, he blinks it out of existence. He just forgets. He's just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Susan coughs precariously. They're being eaten. Everybody's saying it's it's wolves or or something. I've I've owned wolves. I'm good with wolves. I've had many a wolf pet. I I don't believe it's wolves. Would a wolf pick an entire sheep up and derail it with not a not a sign of it? Not not a trail of blood. Nothing. Just it's just gone. Derail. You know, de 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 foot it. I don't know. Lift it. Take it away. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> you see, you see, you see. That's why marijuana is not is not legal in this. Anyway, I don't know what marijuana is. You're you're not talking. You're not talking about uh. You're not talking about the wizard plant, are you? <laughs> oh, possibly. I I've studied some of it. Yeah, mate. I am. What, what, what's your dig? Depending on who I'm talking to, I <laughs> is this really happening? I definitely have some. Depending on who I'm talking to, depending on who I'm talking to, I'm not sure if I have any. He makes note of the tattoos on Kazix and seems to be seems to be like thinking, "Mm, "You're kind of you're you're about peace, relaxation." Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) For the sheep. James, for the sake of the podcast, can you say that? Just bleep it. Just bleep it with a bar. Fucking hell. Oh, the sheep! Oh, sorry, the sheep interrupted you there. What were you saying? I'm actually crying right now. So you you said something about the sheep disappearing? The, 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 the sheep are just they're being taken, they're being picked up and and gone. Like they're not being eaten. There's not a carcass. There's not any remains. There's no sign of a struggle. They're just gone. They're just, they're just gone one morning. They're just not there anymore. Hmm. You mind if we take a closer look at this so-called gone? Um. <laughs> Do we have a look at your sheep? Yeah, you could have a look at the sheep. Um, you should be pretty easy. Some, as I said before, some people broke the fence last night. I don't know what they have messing with an old man, a poor old farmer man. I don't know. Susan kind of just she looks down at her her feet and just kind of scuffs at the ground, a nearby rock. Aaron wanders over to the fence and he has some <laughs> he has some skill in tracking, and so he kneels down to the floor and begins to look look around on the ground for any prints or tracks that might turn. Yeah, so you're going to roll perception and you're kind of down on the ground looking at the grass and stuff. I'm looking for, like, prints, tracks in the ground, anything that might indicate 
what was here or what direction uh, they went? There are simply no tracks you can discern of. The ground feels um there's something about it it's 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 difficult to say your your perception isn't quite as high as it would need to be to discern this but there is a I, I if i could describe it there's a sort of electricity in the air there's a sort of strange feeling that you're getting that the, that you haven't felt anywhere before it's 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 very minor but there's something that almost disturbs you about this this uh, kind of area of this like sheep pen that you're looking at, just a general area. There's something strange about this. Can he can he tell quite what? But there's something on the ground. I don't like it. I wonder what strange occurrence could have I've I've tainted the air in such a way. I'm going to roll my insights. Uh, you got a five. You don't discern very much about the situation. It's it's confusing you. Uh, it, actually, if you can go ahead and roll nature, Kazix. Just to, like, confirm this. Because your insight, your general insight didn't tell you much, but if we combine that with your knowledge of nature, perhaps this will reveal something. Uh, it's an expertise, so you should be... Okay, 14. I'm going to say that plus the uh, the five insight is going to be enough to give you some information. Um, Kazix, uh, you come to realize that... Uh, the kind of the strange feeling that you're getting it's 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 definitely magical in origin it's definitely non normal there is something magical about this situation something enchanted be it be it a dark curse a very it's eerie it actually sends a chill down your spine as you as you sense this it's it's almost um frightening what it is What surrounds the farm? Uh, it's not just the one farmer. There are other farmhouses off in the distance. I probably should have explained this. Other farmhouses off in the distance. There are, there are fields and fields, and beyond that is just woods. This is a complete. This is a small town surrounded by woods. If we're sensing an aura, I would think the best thing to do is we need to find out if there's any sort of talk to the locals and see if there's any magical history with the town. Okay, there are other NPCs you haven't talked to yet. So right, I think we should all go and talk to different people. Like I. One of us should go talk to Morin, or Marion, sorry. One of us should go talk to the armorer, and one of us should go talk to the store. First we'll do Matt's conversation, then we'll cut to Callum's. Yeah, we'll I'm going to say that I don't take Marion, as uh, we don't have a good footing. Well, I'll, I'll head to the inn. I'll head to the inn. I will head to the armory, I think, because I think I would have good discussion with an armorer. James, where are you going to go? I guess the store. <laughs> I guess the store's the only place left, yeah. Okay. So Susam enters the armory. There's a guy stood right outside the armory. He's a young man, about 20. He's kind of slim fit. He's not super buff. He's uh, he's kind of... He looks a bit sickly, a bit weak. Uh, and he's dressed up in very fragile looking kind of armour. And he has a, a big ginger... He has kind of a small gingery beard and some gingery hair coming down from his face. And he turns to you and he goes, Oh no, sorry. Um, no civilians are allowed into the armory. It's not a... It's not a shop as much as it's a, a a place to suit up for the uh for the town guard, you know, the town watch. I was I was not here to enter the armory. I just wanted to ask where you had your armor made. It it looks magnificent. Over in the store over there, you know, it's um It's beautiful. It's I actually it. not. It's... it's really tattered and shit. I I know You're clearly I'm clearly lying. But, um, uh, but, just just I'm to just to stop. inform everyone. <laughs> I'm burning them up right sharp. Well, I've been I've been trying to learn a little bit about the town from different people. I mean, the store so clearly uh, seems a place I need to visit. Is, is there anything else you'd recommend I, I learn about the town? Nothing too crazy happens. It's 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 pretty chill. I mean, um, the fountain's pretty. Uh, the the the, the there's there's just general. Uh, he seems like he's fumbling for words. Like he really wants to talk big on his town, but there's not a lot to say. Um, okay. He's, he's so not. A, it doesn't feel like he's lying. No, does it? no, he's not lying. Well, you could check I for could. that. Good. Oh, that's insight, isn't it? You could check insight. for. Uh, 
All good. Oh, uh, you're actually able to tell that he's there's something he's keeping from you. Uh, shall we switch to someone else's conversation quickly? Yeah, let's switch to James. Crossfade. Oh, wait, uh, oh. I said Callum was second, but I already said James, sorry. <laughs> Just because the store is related to the armory, so I figured. Right. You've entered the store and you are greeted by a dwarven man. Oh, he has a long beard and a bald head with two bits of scruff on the side. He's a little bit lame-eyed. He's a little bit lame-eyed and looks like he's a little bit out of it. Um, he's quite an old man. He's having His beard's gone, gone kind of grey, but there are hints of red hair in there as well. Um, and he says, oh, Greetings! Welcome to the local store. My name is Rupert Pibble. Um... How how are you today, young tra- traveller? He says young, and then he realises, he looks closer, he realises you're actually very short and quite kind of kind of mature. So he's like, I mean regular traveller? Fine, thank you for the compliment. Yes. My name is Kaz... Well, Kaz- I have come to see if you have any rumours. Rumours. They seem to stop it. They seem to even quickly become even more lame-eyed. Super lame. And then look straight at you, like very quickly, like bo-doing, like a kind of bo-doing sort of thing. Yeah. And he, and he looks around and he's like, uh, rumors, uh, no, no rumors here. Um, very clearly nervous in his, uh, in his actions, he scratches oh, his beard. So if you cannot tell me about the rumors, maybe if I bought something from your store, maybe the, uh, Bit of a gold piece will uh, jog your memory a bit. Well, I don't know what kind of establishment you think I'm running here, but if you wish to look through the, the stocks, I mean, go for it. To be honest, it's not that I keep rumours from you for any weird local people we keep to ourselves. I don't want to gossip about the local people, you know. It seems rude. It seems very, very rude. I've, I'm realising I'm giving pe- most people the same fucking voice, but I'm new to it. So, um, I can make this one Scottish. Um, I mean, if you look at the, the stocks that we've got back here, it's very faintly Scottish. It's almost like he's doing a bad Scottish accent. Um, we've got, uh, as you can see up in the lineup, uh, he, he points towards the lineup. You see uh, a lantern, uh, some lamp oil, a uh, red looking vials which you discern to be healing potions and a, a blue looking one which you discern to be a, a very weak potion of strength uh, there's backpacks water skins ropes and some crowbars maybe i should rendezvous with my fellow with my group before i make any sudden purchases but that is quite a hefty stock we have yes we try to keep stocked here it's all supplies for the for the mining and the the, the just general town's work the, why the fountain out there you may be you may have seen you may have noticed the fountain when i was young i uh I was actually uh, helped my father build it uh, quite a while ago. It was uh, something I'm rather proud of. It's gone down in the family name. We've been a long, long... Uh, you know, the family's been here a long, long time, despite this being a human village. Yeah, OG, my dude. Peace out. Okay, we're going to cut to Callum now. I walk in and I I'm quite casually come up to the bar. And... Uh, you notice uh, Marion is still reading young adult vogue you now notice in the back shelf uh, the completed teen vogue along with adolescent vogue toddler vogue and born vogue um pretend every time you can tell what joke she's made pretend every time i say vogue is 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 rogue there pretend i'm saying rogue there uh uh, morning lass uh don't have any water i can add from you do we have a tap oh that's all right um Say so you're you're a you're a young person and you're an innkeeper as well. I suppose you must hear an awful lot about what goes on in the town and you get a lot of gossip, eh? I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, 
There's not a lot that goes on here. It's pretty boring. I well know. It's just, I mean, I took a stroll up to the farm this morning. Noticed some some strange things around happening with the oh, sheep. Did he tell you the story about the sheep going missing? I, I. God, he's like, that. he's like, what is he like? 50, 60, 70? He's old. I don't care. Um, it's just some wolves. They just need a bit another dog. There's just nobody's nobody's man enough to go around and get another dog. You know? I I actually kind of said like I'm not scared of wolves. I I kind of offered like I go do it. Me and like the blacksmith or something my mom told me no she's like no 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 and I, I you know i just feel like she's got this thing you notice that she's the kind of person who will just rant about her life to anyone whenever she gets the chance you know it's just the kind of thing i don't know if it's because her dad left because he wanted to go off adventuring or something but she doesn't want me to get involved with that sort of thing so i'm just sat around in the end just ah, i haven't got a lot to do well i mean that sounds that sounds mighty brave of you you know i mean i'm sure you'd like a bit of adventure around the town eh? no? well, i mean yeah it would be better than nothing happening Speaking, you know. speaking of the town, like, what do you know about the history of the town? I mean, it certainly looks like it's been around for a while. Oh yeah, it's super old. Nothing's new. It's great. We get a lot of tourists asking about it, and it's always really interesting. Would you like a brochure? How that would be helpful, actually. I mean, yeah, well, we don't make them. And the fountain in the middle is lovely. I mean... We've got a lovely market too. Yeah. How old is that fountain, by the fountain. way? Fountain. Oh god, it was there before I was born. Uh, it's there before my mother was born. It's several centuries old, I'm sure. Um, what do you know about the town or the history of magic at all? Anything of that sort? Magic? Uh, nothing interesting ever happened here. Um, I mean, we have an alchemist. Uh, it's the wife of the the dwarf that runs the store. She's great. Uh, she makes all the she makes spells and um, oh hello. You know, uh, she you know when when we used to have the mine open, she used to make a a lot of strength potions to help people get with the mining work done faster. Oh, but hi. nowadays it's a rarity. She doesn't do as much. Uh, we're a bit quieter ever since the mines got shut down. You oh, know? the mines got shut down. Like, why, why was that? Recently, they had some accidents or something. People getting paranoid, you know. It's, eh, whatever. I don't really care. It's, uh, I'm sure they'll get them up and running eventually because until then, we're all kind of, well, we're dirt poor. I mean, we haven't got as much food. And with the sheep going missing, it's... Uh, I'll tell you what, if there, if there was, say, anything you heard or anything of that sort, I'm sure, you know... A few silver pieces wouldn't go on this here or there if you had any information that you might be able to share. So. Are you asking me for the wizard's plant? No, no, <laughs> I'm not. Because I'm not the kind. If you wanna, if you wanna go talk to Randy quick. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just saying, saying if there's, you know, if you hear anything. I mean, if you're ever in need, I'm sure we could make an exchange. Like, I'll be on my way now. Thank you. As you're going, she kind of, she kind of peeks behind a magazine and. You can tell that definitely came off creepier than you thought. I mean, she's a <laughs> you know, she's a she's a she's a kind of stylish seventeen-year-old girl. Oh, I'm, I'm not exactly. I'm not old for my race. Yeah, people would like, call you. I, I'd call you cute. You're you're a small gnome. You're kind of a, you're kind of adorable. I'm, I'm like got, a young adult gnome, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, can I take a quick break and be right back? Yeah. What um? See, I reckon there's something some dark history to this, and I think that alchemy. A woman and the mines are going to play a key part in it. You know, they shut the mines. There's some paranoid incidents. There's got to be something. Well, like I think that, I yeah. think we're dealing with some Cthulhu shit because it's crazy. Oh, probably it's a meta game. I know. You know, she's going to hear this because she's going to get on recording. She is. It. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. How are you doing? I it. Whatever. I don't know what you all were saying, but I will hear it when I listen back to the recording. Yeah, that's so what we just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you greeting me? That's lovely. Anyway. Yeah, we just said hi, Chrissy. 
Oh, that's lovely. Um, anyway. That's all we said. Yeah, definitely nothing that's about anything weird. Um, we're going to cut back to Susan. What were you talking about? Because I don't remember. Well, I figured out that he was hiding something. So noticing that he is hiding something, I, I say... Are you sure that's everything? Uh, yeah, that's everything. I'm going to use my intimidation. I put my hand, you know, not on his shoulder, but sort of just, just against the wall near him. I'm going to roll for an intimidation. And I'm going to say, you sure? In a kind of growling voice. Please work. Yes! Oh, damn! Critter, damn! Terrifying. He's like, he's like, holy shit, he kind of shrinks backwards into his armour and he's like, ooh. Susan's becoming a bit of a negative character. He's like, uh, well, there might be a few other things i guess such as well you look like a strong adventurer right i'd say so well we've kind of needed some people with some brawn to maybe go sort this out i'd venture in myself but while i'm brave i'm not stupid i'm not gonna go alone it's it's the mines um it's ever since people started going missing in the mines oh. everyone's kind of afraid to talk about it they're saying it's accidents and all that but i I suspect that it's got something to do with the sheep going missing in the from the from the farm. Out of interest, when the mines were, were closed and and everyone went missing, was there an odd feeling in the air, an odd sort of electrical feeling sensation? I'm gonna have to do a roll for Rupert. Oh, f- sorry, spoiler. Do you want to ask his name? What's your name? His, his name's Rupert. <laughs> I'm Susan. Storekeep. His name was something beginning with our. I can't remember. His what. name was actually also Rupert. Young Rupert is fully ginger, and you did say that. Older Rupert had some kind of ginger wisps in his hair. First, he's going to do perception to see if he remembers any static stuff. He hasn't got a clue. He doesn't know if he did or didn't. Rupert, you're, you're a strapping young man. I, I want to ask, maybe would you consider guiding my party and I into the mines? Into the mines? How many of there are you? Three, and we're all strong. He's glancing at your battle axes and your very, very alluring muscles, and he's like, Yeah, I feel like maybe this could work. I mean... It's a chance for you to be a hero, then, Rupert. <sighs> Why? Well, I, uh... He kind of seems to like try to smarten up his armor a bit. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna go grab my adventure. I'm gonna go grab my gear, and we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Uh, Just before you head out, Rupert. I mean, we adventurers, we have a code. Shake on it. Um, if my name is Susam Undergooch and you are Rupert uh, Pibble, then shake on it, Rupert Pibble. Interesting. He draws out his hand, and you clasp it. And you shake, and it's a good shake. We'll meet you by the fountain. Plus one friendship points. So Rupert heads into the armory to restock. You guys have all convened at the fountain. We discussed the, the information. Yeah, in so you all now know everything. Is it not curious that both the guard and the storekeep have the same name? What some sort of egotistical moron calls their child the same name? From what you said, his wife is an alchemist, correct? Aye. And that appears to be the only magical influence the town has any contact with. And with their family running so far back into the history, I feel like the Pibbles could play playing a larger role in this than we initially suspected. Oh, Marion, she did say that the alchemist's wife, she, she used to make shrink potions and stuff to help them get into the mines, so if she perhaps wanted them to go down into the mines, then... I mean, after all, this... The very fountain we're sat at is the creation of the Pibble, the Pibble lineage. They appear to have a finger in almost every pie in the town. Do you guys reckon we should investigate the mines first, or we should try and find this alchemist? Also, if we're going into the mine, we need lamps and shit. I'll be honest, lads, can we afford to... Maybe, as I am now friends with Rupert, presumably his son, he'll give us uh, a loan so that we might help the town. Like, with the closing of the mine and now the problems with the farm, it's running the town dry. We could probably get some donations if we wanted to, I mean. I'm still a bit wary on this. 
I don't quite trust people here. It's the guy at the store. Maybe we should have a chat to him. He, uh, I should warn you, he's quite a strange fellow. Okay, to the store then. All right, you all head back into the store. Rupert, presumably Rupert Senior, Pibble, uh, greets you with uh, open arms. He's like, Why, hello, you have actually brought some company with you. Lovely. Well, welcome. Look, at, look, here's all my stock. If you'd like to buy anything, we don't get many tourists around here, especially such a such a beautiful young maiden as yourself. He nods at, he nods at Susan, recognising a fellow dwarf. Huh, well, I mean... It, it takes one to know one. I will say I did encounter a, a strapping young man outside who, who shares your likeness and name. Well, yes, that be me son, Rupert Jr. Uh, you may be wondering how a dwarf can have a, a human son. Well, me wife, actually. She, she, she runs the alchemy of this store. I don't know if her... She's actually a half-giant. So when we kind of... <laughs> Kind of made Rupert. You'd think he'd be very strong, but it turns out uh, combining gi- half giant and dwarf DNA just kind of—it's like—it's like it re- recesses and, and he becomes weak. Susan plants her face in her hand. Well, well, speaking of your your wife, is she around? I, I'd love to to meet her. I'm afraid she's very ill of late. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Just a, just a slight a slight fever. Uh, she she's in bed. I don't see any need to uh, to wake her. Or bring her down to the store today. Yeah, hang on, this is. Can I just can I just like rally the group real quick? Yeah, yeah. You've all kind of made a little huddle, and Rupert's kind of just stood there awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> And we keep like looking back at him and then whispering to each other. I look back, I scowl, then I return to the huddle. <laughs> I kind of peep up and I just look at him with like a kind of also confused look. Callum never breaks eye like, contact. Any way that I can create some sort of truth? But maybe we should we should try and meet the wife first before we try and oh, poison her. You want to I made the idea. You want to fucking go. Do you want a fantasy go, mate? Say, so, Mr. Pibble, what do you know about the mine? Oh well, I used to work in it when I was young. It's always been fine. It's just recently we've had some issues, you know, collapses and accidents. Uh, uh what was your name, young woman? Actually, what are, what are both of your names? I don't know. I know your friend Kazakh's oh, here. Well, I, where where are my manners? I forgot to introduce myself. I am Susam Undergood. Ah, oh, beautiful name. Undergooch. It's quite a common dwarf it name. It is a common dwarf name. That and Danglesack. And D- Danglesack. Oh, my cousin is a Danglesack. Susan blushes. Is there still a way into the mine? No, it's all boarded up, I'm afraid. Oh, um, that's true. Uh, Susan, you were talking to my young son out there. I'm sure he spun some kind of tale at you about being part of the town watch and, you know, some kind of evil presence in the mine. He's always going on about going in there and giving it a go. He's uh, definitely not letting him. <laughs> no way. I mean, such a thing would be just... Just, just foolish. It'd be terrible. Never. Do well, like no, that. no, no, not for you guys, but for my, for, for Rupert, between you and me, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a sorry sap. And uh, just as a, uh, a layman's question, I suppose, what does the town make of Rupert? Oh, they like him. They like him. There isn't much of a town watch at the moment. Not that there's much crime here. I mean, why would you? Why would you steal when everyone's your neighbour? At the moment, he's taken on the small duty of guarding the mine, stopping anyone unauthorised from getting in. His 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 main passion is poetry. But don't tell him I told you that. He's a, he gets embarrassed about it. It's, I don't see why. It's quite good. Okay, it's, so roll a deception eight. Um, well, That's you probably should have told the lie first but um he trusts you he's pretty easy to convince he's an easygoing guy that actually works you know mr pibble i mean 
the three of us, we you know, we're travelers, but we're also, especially with Miss Andaguchi, we're, we're going into the prospecting business and kind of looking into kind of old closed mines that might be, you know, suitable for reopening. And I mean, I'm sure if that were to happen, then the Pibble name would have a lot of standing, a lot more standing in the town and probably a fair cut of the profit too. You don't reckon there's any way we could gather some supplies that we could head into the mine and take a look at what's down there? <laughs> From one dwarf to another, to be honest, I mean, these two don't have a clue what they're doing when it comes to rocks, right? <laughs> Obviously. You know what I mean. I mean, look at they. they I mean, he brings out two completely identical rocks from below the. Would well, they probably look at these and think they're both the same? <laughs> oh, these uh, these rock rock amateurs. I mean, I could indeed. I could talk for hours about the intricate differences about these rocks. I've got to as as could I. I, but I mean, I might, let me I, start for you now. Um, this one, for example, just before you do, just before oh, you do, yeah, it's another time, another time. I mean, what you might I might suggest is you know these these two are going to get lost in a mine. They they've got no chance. Now I I'm there to guide them, of course. But if if you wouldn't mind loaning them something that might keep them, you know. T- fit for travel, so to speak. I'm, I'm sure we can make it worth your time later that on. That would be absolutely fine. I could perhaps, um, I think uh, one pickaxe and one lantern with two servings of lamp oil should be fine for the lot of you. I'm going to have to ask for some money in exchange, but it will certainly be a reduced price. I'll throw the lantern in for free and I'll drop the pickaxe to two gold points. So, just two gold? The lantern's free. And how much lamp oil do you want? Yeah, eat one lamp oil burns for 20 minutes. Should we get three? An uh, hour? I think two would be fine for you guys. Plus it's two gold piece per lot, so... But you're going to have to cover over uh, six gold pieces. Oh, actually, well, can we try and save it? Uh, because we're working for uh, uh, Randy Quiff, that he'll cover our expenses. We will be we back momentarily. We just need to uh, withdraw some funds, so to speak. You're over at the farm. Here you are. Kazix, you knock on the door. At the I'm farm, sorry, the farm comes out. <laughs> To interrupt your day again, you you must be a busy man. I do apologize. Are there any other farms around here? Is this is this crop quite hard to come by? Is it quite does it fetch a lot of coins? This farm provides the main source of food for the village, the lamb, other things like beef and pork. We get delivered in from organizations, trade organizations that help help small towns with food. I think that we use our just feast to order our <laughs> our supplies. Um, Regardless, um... <laughs> I've been to town. It looks quite—it's a lovely town, but it, it does look quite important. I may have something that you might be interested in. I mean, I've told you before about the sh- the sheep problem. If you seem strong adventurers, if you could help me in any way with that, I'd be—I'd be very, very grateful. Yes. Oh, how convenient! I'd be most generous if you would fund our little expedition. Yeah, I'm I would sure have to we ask for benefit. something. Six first in return just a small chore it's, it would it would be a huge help to the town and then i i i promise i would do all i could to aid you if uh if you if you were to journey into well where would you even be with going the, the knowledge we've figured out so far the mines appear to have something to do with the, the disappearance of your sheep he is very clearly less convinced by you he can't quite figure out why there might be something you've done in the past, but he can't. There's something about that voice. Anyway, okay, that okay, just okay, okay. I'll step in front as okay as my <laughs> inch, my ex friend. What would you like in return for the six gold? There's a farmer? shortage of, of, of strength in this town. Most of us are quite old. And many of the young leave these days, but uh, I could really do with a wolf to protect this place. If if you could venture into the woods and capture me one, I, I'd. Pay for all of your expedition needs. That's right at Miami. So you all head 
into the forest. Let's freely explore, I suppose. See, Sam, from behind a bush, you've come across a wolf. The wolf howls into the air and alerts two other doggos in the area. Oh, fuck. And you're all going to have to roll initiative. The battle has fucking begun. Okay, so the first first in the turn order is it's Susan Undergooch. What are you going to do, Susan? Okay, I'm going to swing with Dunk uh, at the wolf. Uh, you hit for 24 and you do 4 damage. So, so okay, uh, do you want to describe how badass you are when you hit the wolf? Susan pulls Dunk from her back, places one foot on the tree, bounces off it majestically, and slams down on the wolf's gut. Ah, oh, fuck, you really fucked that wolf up. The wolf goes... And it's like... Oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have another. You have another. You have another action. Can I swing again with uh, slam? You uh, attack with slam, and uh, but the wolf is too quick and dodges. You actually don't hit the wolf the second time. Okay, the blade embeds itself in the ground in the bloody puddle that the wolf is dragging behind. Uh, next in the order is Aaron Scott. The roll is mother. Uh, Fourteen. You hit. You hit the wolf dead on. Um, you only just hit it, but you definitely hit it. And you do a whopping six damage, which is awesome. I draw another arrow from the quiver, and in one swift movement, I pull the bowstring back and let loose. And you hit dead on. Fuck, you really got this wolf. You're really fucking this wolf up. Oh my god. Don't forget, we need one alive. We don't need three alive. God. <laughs> Um, that's the end of your turn. Next in the turn is Kha'Zix. Well, obviously you want to help people for the float, so is there any way I can, like, subdue it? Because I've got animal Tackle. If I punch it in the face and stun uh, it. Uh, yeah, you could, you do have unarmed attack. If you, if unarmed counts as a bonus action for you. So you can, you can do two if you want. Alright, I'm going to attempt to stun. So you go. definitely hit the wolf, you do five damage. Uh, you literally punched a wolf in the face. You've literally just punched a wolf in the fucking face. You fucking, you, you did a fucking, Badass. I don't want to go into too much detail, but it was really fucking impressive. Yeah, the wolf's dead in the eye, it runs straight at me, go, Yeah, yeah, the wolf is running right at you, you just, you're going to do another unarmed attack? Yeah. You defo hit, and you do... Six damage. The wolf is now unconscious, I'm going to say, because you did exactly the correct amount. Uh, if you'd done one more damage, you would have fucking just killed that wolf by punching it's it twice. It's brain now it's it's passed out. You've you've I'm going to you have another action you can spend because uh, the punch was a bonus. Okay, I'm gonna run over to Kalambu. Hi. Give him a little kiss on the cheek. Now it's the wolf's turn. Uh, so angry doggo. It's gonna actually. What it's gonna do is it's gonna run down here to double team Susan. Um, a wolf has advantage on all attack rolls if it is within five feet of a of an ally. So oh, and damn. once it gets down there, it takes a bite at Susan. Okay. Um. Fuck. Uh, it definitely hits and it does 11 damage, Matt. Ouch. And we do have a healer, so the chance of you... Basically, you're not going to die in this round. I'm only saying that because now the second wolf has a go. Oh, Jesus. That's also going to bite you. Oh, it fucks... Oh, it got a... T oh, and it does 7 damage. Oh, fuck. Uh, so you are now on freed, free health free. in total. Susam is very weak. Damn. And Angry Doggo number 2 is now going to move. It's going to go for cover uh, behind a tree. Now it's Susam's go. Oh, fuck. Okay. So Susam, how do you respond to being just totally fucking mauled by two wolves? That's bad. I mean, I thought the fucking <laughs> slam and dunk would bring the heat, but clearly not. Haggard and wounded, Susam, she, she's kneeling with her two axes planted in the floor from the mauling, but she will not give up easily. She stands anew, flexes her arms so that the blades clink in the middle, 
and gets ready to strike. You, what you just described sounds a lot like you're using your second wind for now. Oh, okay, so that'll count as a go, won't it? That's a bonus action. Doesn't count as a go. Oh, so, okay. So I'm going to use my, my second wind. Okay, that means you're going to have to roll a um, 1d10 plus 1. Damn, Susam uses her second wind and gains back 9 points of hit damage. Sick. Back to 12, you're looking fucking fierce. You're all she good. She, blood running from her face. She's angry. Oh, she's, she's pissed. Angry. This wolf is fucking dead. This wolf is going to get a fucking this, this is the This is the wolf that doesn't survive, everyone. <laughs> okay. This is, yeah, this is the one that gets Right, okay. So, pulling her arms back, Susam swings both of her mighty axes at the thing's head in opposite directions as if, and if it hits, it will just fucking obliterate that fucker. Holy like, fuck. Like, there's nothing left of that head if these two axes Please can be out. a critical fail. Please be a critical fail. <laughs> On your team, fuck face. All right, all right, roll the first one. Okay, hang on. Uh, Both of the axes miss and hit Susam in the biceps. And kill her, and cut yeah. her in half. Uh, yeah, so... so. Uh, right, so what are we doing to roll? Oh, come on, please do it. Come so on. So you hit him with slam, and you hit him with dunk. The doggo is fucking definitely dead. Okay, the blades you collide have in the 120 thing. 120% killed. Actually, no, the second one misses. Is it? Yeah. Shit. The second axe actually does just... Just barely miss, but it was only on two health, so this is overkill. Okay, so one one axe collides with the creature's jaw, unhinging it in a fell swoop and sending it flying through the shrubbery. The other blade clinks and misses, but the damage is already done. The creature's head unfurls and falls apart from the damage. Oh, fuck. That's visceral. The dog is fucking dead. You have killed the dog. It is no longer a part of the situation. Susan lets out a mighty battle roar. She says. Kazix being a peaceful man, both of you being people of nature, how do you respond to this? Having just watched this happen. I'm a little bit, a little bit intimidated. I mean, the wall, the walls attacked us. Yeah, but surely that was fucking. Oh, it had two health, and she swung both better. axes into both sides of its head. If the wolf couldn't handle the fucking might that is slam and dunk. I mean, then shouldn't have, shouldn't have picked up. It shouldn't have bitten off more than it can chew. And by that, I mean more chunks of Susan. <laughs> Next up is Aaron Scott. He draws and knocks another arrow, taking aim at the final wolf that's fled off to the kind of the bushes over there. He takes aim and fires at the wolf. Uh, it hits and six piercing damage. It whacks the wolf right in the face. The wolf is is basically been knocked over onto the floor now. It's only got one HP. It's essentially unconscious. It's like basically worthless right now. With its with its tail between its legs and going do, doing that noise that you really hate when I do, you know, the one that goes like a. Don't no, because it actually makes me think of my Oh, it runs away. It it just runs away. It's no, I, it's, it's oh, just leaving one dead wolf and one unconscious wolf. Feel bad. And uh, well, that wolf's probably gonna die out there now. Exactly. I wanted I wanted to put it out. It's no, gonna... no, it's gonna go back to its pack. It's gonna go back to its pack and regain its health. It's fine. Okay, I'm gonna run over to the unconscious wolf and then. Uh... Bind it with my. Room. Can I um, take the hide of the wolf? Oh I've my killed? fucking god, Susam! Go Dude. for it. Take the pelt. Add, add it to your inventory. Go, go. Take the pelt. Um, no, because like you take, you always take the pelt, don't you? You're gonna wear it. Well, no, I mean you don't waste it. This is you just murdered a wolf, and you're gonna wear it. You're gonna skin it right in front. You're gonna go in treasure loot and inventory. You're gonna now. skin it in front of your friends. Don't look. Do- <laughs> And I tell you what, guys, um, we are out of combat, and because I know we gotta go, that brings to the end our first session of uh, Travelers of the Unknown. Any comments, Kazix? Kazix still staring at three. I prefer not to harm natural animals, but the odds sure you can now and again, really. 
does me good. I do love that he really is just staring at a tree. He's just got a wolf on his back staring. He hasn't walked over. He hasn't walked over to anyone. He's, he's just he's staring at a tree. Up, but he's just turned around, just sat there staring at a tree. Just like oh, he's just he's contemplating. You know, so he's looking at the he's looking at the footmark. You know where um. Fucking Susan kicked off the tree. He's looking at the tree <laughs> mark like, what does this mean? Like, he's got a fucking uh, bleeding out wolf and he's like, oh no, the tree. <laughs> the tree is. Yeah, I'm going to need some that wizard's hurt, dude. And as the adventure fades out and the music swells up, we 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 pan away from Kazakh staring at a tree. <laughs> uh, join us next time on, on Travellers of the Unknown. Oh, wow, that was awesome, Chrissy. That was really good. Thank you. Oh. I'm glad I am glad I was still recording. I can put that in there. Oh, I didn't so, enjoy that. that. Really I mean it was alright. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>